Searching for is not a panel of professionals. We're just a few dudes having a conversation about our mental well-being. If you are listening to us for recommended treatment, please seek out a professional or a group of professionals. If you are listening to us for our stories and opinions, then enjoy the show. Hello once again, friends and neighbors. This is episode four of Searching For. If you missed last week's episode, this is a continuation of that. We recorded a little long, so we decided to make it a split. So thank you for bearing with us while we figure this whole thing out and hope you enjoy. Speaking of driving home and music and stuff, like that's that's a big part of like my daily like Yo. routine. For like chill cartoons are what has kept me alive. Chill cartoons, <laughs> Dude, nah, I'm, bro. Oh yeah, you got the super <laughs> hard cartoons. Um, so and one of the huge things, uh, like kind of going back to like my coping mechanisms and like my ranting and stuff. Like one of the things that I do a lot is I listen to like a metric shitload of metal and same um <laughs> just like yeah like like a lot of people are like what are they singing about or like why do they always scream i'm just like dude haven't you ever just been like angry <laughs> yeah and uh like man there's songs that i listen to that don't even slightly reflect how i like feel or react to situations yeah you know um, and you get like a lot of these like negative emotion songs and to me, they help me like remain level headed. Absolutely. Um, I can either like, I can either relate to it like, yeah, that pissed me off today or I can find the contrast in my life. Um, and kind of just be like, you know, um, He's singing about this like really sad situation. Like, how would I react to the same situation? And mm-hmm. that kind of like informs me of my own like emotional state and helps me like just kind of like do that self diagnosis, that little self check. Yeah. You know? Um, and then like songs that are angry, like angry songs don't really inspire me to be angry. Rather, they feel like I'm having that rant without having to burden somebody with listening to yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, angry songs to me are like, definitely, it's not because I want to be angry, it's so that I'm not angry anymore. Yeah, it's it's a release. Yeah. Um, and it's just like this, this um, it, it's like the rant for me, mm-hmm. but I'm alone, and I'm not going to run into the possibility of saying something that's going to hurt someone, or, you know, like... I can scream whatever the hell I want to while I'm driving down the road alone in my car. Yeah. And I'm not going to accidentally hurt someone's feelings with it. And so, like, that helps me a lot. Um, Hugely influential album for me is Sufferer by a group of the same name. Yeah. Um, Sufferer's self-titled album. Actually, Matt got me into them. It's... I'll let you you go on. Yeah. um, So, it's, it's band members from... Uh, help me out, Shay. It's a lot like Birds, I the Mighty, and um, uh, yeah, um, Mental Knife, Hail Ment- the Sun. Yeah, Hail the Sun. Thank um, you, and um, someone else. 
Sorry, there's another dude in another band in it too. I can never remember his name. Though. I think they just tour. Um, pardon me. Sorry, guys. Suffer if you're listening to this. Huge fans. Yeah, I'm need actually going to gonna put. So sorry, just to kind of sidetrack. Um, two artists for me specifically that helped me a lot with like any sort of thing like that. Yeah, yeah. one is definitely Suffer. Two is Silent Planet. Oh um, yeah, Garrett was Silent actually Planet slaps, dude. So sick. Garrett was actually a, a therapist at a college campus before he started the band. Oh shit, really? Yeah. So they have oh, an man. album called um, "Everything Was Sound." No, sorry, maybe it is called "Everything Was Sound." It's. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, it's like a white album cover with a big uh, multicolored sound. Yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah multicolored yeah, yeah. thing. So that album, each song specifically deals with a mental illness, and okay. he he goes so in depth to aligning it with an archetype with an enneagram number whatever it's called um a color on the color wheel yeah like all these things oh, it's so. strangely like it sounds like a mess but oh my gosh it's so well constructed and he's literally like a genius yeah. so i'm gonna link both of those bands in the description of this because they're sick yeah, I always just kind of like remind myself that like anger and sadness or just like other negative emotions that I'm feeling are temporary. Like I said, emotions are like the way that we just like initially react to something. And in a way, positive emotions are also temporary because, um, you know, not everything is, it's not always like smiles and you can't lie to yourself and pretend that like everything's always great. And it's, I kind of had this realization about my own experiences that I know that positivity and like positive emotions are temporary, but it's not really something that I like dread coming to an end. It's just another like part of the wave. And when I feel myself going down, like it's, it's a moment where you can learn, you know, um, it's just, I've come to terms with the fact that like my mood is going to fluctuate. And when I feel myself like heading for a downward, uh, downward stroke, it's just like, I kind of feel like I need to ride this momentum Mm -hmm. and I need to get through this. And like you were talking about, like I need to cross the street. Yeah. You know? And like with, that's the way I feel about like negative moments is just like, I can't stop in the middle of this because if I like stop, it's kind of like, you know, I feel like I'm running into a valley uh, where it's just like, okay, if I stop running, I'm not going to have enough momentum to like get up the hill on the other side. Yeah. I'm not going to come out of this. So that's, that just like, it convinces me to strive for like moving forward. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was a great um, metaphor to use for that. The valley thing It mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. So, Alex, I know we've kind of talked about your first, like, thing that's definitely gotten you through a lot of, a lot of things recently. Um, what would be like your second life-changing event or bit of advice? Um, yeah, honestly, like it's not life-changing, but it makes a big difference. Um, get out and move your body. Like Mm -hmm. run, do something because chemically it legitimately does something to you. Yeah. Yeah. And second, it gives you, it gives me something to do. Um, so like if I miss a day of running or something like that, um, or 
a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, let's be real here. Then, like, it's been six I years. I feel significantly Same. different. So, and I actually give myself goals. Like, I'd really like to train for a marathon. Oh, um, hell yeah. And so I am, just so you know, an extremely, like, not like sporty at all person. <laughs> so like, it's so funny that you say that because you're always like, you're always talking about how like happy you are that you hit your like step school and things like that. Or like, yeah. or like, Oh man, I could have done way better today. And yeah. Things like for that sure. Because like me personally, I just sit here and I'm like, <laughs> you know? yeah. well i mean yeah that's definitely like i said it was a change for me yeah. so yeah. i got like very into my physical health um like i said sometimes i be- can become a little obsessive but um i will say that that's one thing that has really shaped my mental health is just being active eating healthy foods that are good for you um well, we had talked just before the show. We actually, we both fast. We do intermittent fasting. Ugh, it clears your brain like no one's Holy business. Holy shit. It clears it. everything. Um, uh, if you can if you can figure out how to balance it and do it healthy, couldn't recommend inter- intermittent fasting more. Um, it helps clear your system out. It helps get your shit back on track. And it makes everything taste great. That's really funny. I So I like was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely fallen off the wagon. Just because yeah. I find myself, my my sleep schedule and my work schedule is so crazy because mm-hmm. I'm doing so many things that it's hard to like get a break to eat in that one moment. Yeah. Yeah. So then like. But it's way easier to get some fast food and eat while you're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly. What I especially that's when you're like up doing so much stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your body needs that glucose sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll like Dude. sit there and like binge. It's bad. Oh, I yeah. I've definitely have dealt with like, I don't, uh, it was like an undiagnosed eating disorder. Like I like binge really bad. Oh yeah, no, that's like, something like, I dealt with when I was a kid too. I I ate just because I was I'd oh, be bored. I stress eat. I ate when I was sad. Now. I ate when I was happy. I ate when I was bored. Like it was a legit yeah, issue when I was a kid. I mean, it's still a thing for me. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. food food. Not that we're on a. <laughs> Food podcast. Yeah, this, this is a new, this is a new healthy eating habit. Well, no, uh, I think food it's, is it's like so important no, but, but, to everything. But yeah, your diet has a big role to play in mental health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I'm at currently, like, because I feel like a really good step for me is to talk about this. Um, where I'm at currently is food is a negative thing. It is a punishment. Um, it is a like punishment is a really, 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 really tough word for that. Um, like really. N- Super dramatic. Um, so I'm Just a bit harsh. Dramatic. Um, but so you, food is either a reward. So like emotional eating, what, regardless, like what you were saying is like, John, what you were saying, because I'm over here pointing yeah. and you can't see me. <laughs> yeah. um, but like food was a reward. And now food has become a control thing and like a complete like anxiety thing for me. Yeah. So um, as I'm much so as sorry too because I'll like sit down to eat lunch while we're at work and I'm like Alex, are you gonna eat? And then you're like, no. I'm like, you need to eat. And it's I'm like, unhealthy. Dude, and you're like, I'm, shut the fuck up. I'm good. <laughs> like people have got to trust me yeah. that I know when I need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna just be like, oh, I'm gonna die. But um, although I did eat tonight and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like a brand new person. But anyways, um, disclaimer: don't let food control your life. 
that's just as unhealthy as anything else. It yeah. sucks. It's an addiction. I don't know why I'm on it's that. It's 100% yeah, an addiction. Um, Alex yeah, and I were we, talking you, about... You can abuse any any type of a habit. Yeah. We were, yeah. we were talking about just... Well, we talk about a lot of things, but one of them was addictions and just like I said something about... I don't remember what we were talking about, but I said, oh yeah, you can abuse it just as much as you can abuse anything. Because yeah. you can't. You can't abuse anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. You can abuse video games. You can abuse water. Like, like I stress anything clean. Anything can be made into a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like I abuse cleaning. <laughs> like, yeah. How did that I, become a thing? You actually, you said something very interesting. I like totally pointed at you with the same hand that I'm holding my mic. So I'm sure it's going to be like, yeah, like sounds so <laughs> funny, dude. But anyways, you said something that was like super interesting. Like you said, like you became like obsessed with your physical health mm-hmm. and like, or like you became more aware of it. And sometimes it can be an obsession. Yeah. I think like, it can also not necessarily be a bad obsession. Like For you sure. Can, you can healthily like obsess over something, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Gives you something That's to called do. a passion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, I agree with don't that. Don't starve yourself or don't, you know, don't, don't do it to the point where it gets negative. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, running is a huge thing for me. That's awesome. Um, um, not just running, but even going on a walk, just hanging out, you know, the weather yeah. is beautiful and I mean, it is here. Um, thank you Arizona winters right? it, yeah yeah and Real then the, the third thing for me I'll just go ahead and finish my list off here is medication um, I am a huge advocate of medication because I have a mental illness that is due to something I cannot control it is a chemical imbalance therefore medication is necessary yeah there <laughs> you go um, so I just would encourage you know anybody anybody that I would talk to get professional help because they will help you mm-hmm. yeah um yeah they're not it's just almost like yeah it's almost it, like that's what they're getting paid for or something. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like that's what they went to 12 years of school to do right and like fear of like prescription medicine because like for some reason in the back of my mind like i'm irrationally thinking be like oh they're just gonna prescribe me something because like it puts more money in their pocket but like i don't know anyone who like slaved away for like eight years of medical school who was like, yeah, one day, like I just can't wait to screw over some like 26 yeah. year old dude. Like that's, right. that's my passion. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get, you know, tens of thousands or maybe even like a hundred thousand dollars in debt from medical school. Yeah. Yeah. Just Seriously. cause I feel like screwing the populace over. So yeah, you can just do that with like a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with medication, but don't. um, I was going to say like, cause I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if mine's, a chemical imbalance just because I haven't had that that in depth of a, of a discussion or a test right like I don't know if there's something I can do to do so um, but but with medication um, there is also that self-medication thing that comes up yeah. as well and um, if you don't mind I'd like to kind of ask you about that as well yeah so um, addiction has been a part of my life um, I touched on this briefly earlier but went off on some tangent probably about birds um but (laughs) uh i used to self-medicate in every every facet um that you could could self-medicate um and and self-medication don't don't think about it as just alcohol or drugs um it can be anything like we were just talking about any kind of thing that rules your life to cope 
in an unhealthy way with your situation. Mm-hmm. That's self-medication. Yeah. Um, and I self-medicated, yes, with um, opiates and marijuana. And um, that ruined my life. And sing- whoa, there's the drama again. Um, my life was very bad occasionally because of my addiction. Um, I'm proud to say that I am um, seven years sober. Congratulations. Um, Hell yeah. Thank That's you. Awesome. But I still struggle. Big whoop. Um Thanks. Um, so I don't think he meant big whoop. I think he was like, like, whoop. like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just realized the phrasing there. Yeah. <laughs> Super not what I meant. <laughs> Anyways, see how much support I have here. Oh, um, right. yeah. <laughs> but uh, a, uh, yeah, so a house full of haters. I can I can relate with your dad on so many levels. Foot in mouth. Um, <laughs> because in a home where I couldn't talk about how I was feeling, anything that could numb my internal pain and numb my emotions and settle me down, um, it became my family. Yeah, It became what listened to me because I was able to inject whatever I did in the moment I honestly was so unhealthy that I just did whatever. Like I would rummage through pill cabinets and just try to find something. Mm-hmm. NyQuil like anything and everything to just numb myself and um, my personality the way that I'm wired is I get very angry when I'm under the influence of anything unless it's wine Um, and then I just laugh at everything Um, but um, you just get happy yes but um, (laughs) yeah anyways so uh, I would just self-medicate with anything just to numb my my pain I'd get angry at people and then I would just shut down and it was this cycle that pushed everybody away from me literally it was me and my drugs Mm. at one point Um, and maybe that was just my perception but it was my perception which was my reality so um, I self-medicated and tried to be God in a sense and take care of everything myself. Yeah. I was too stubborn to ask for help. I didn't want to be sober. Um, I just wanted to exist. Yeah. No, uh, it's actually really funny because I've had that same conversation with my dad. Yeah. Like Like, what's the point? Yeah. Literally we, my dad, he's struggled with like some health problems. I told you a little bit about it the other day, like Mm -hmm. where he's just like, he can't keep food down or whatever. And he's like literally sat me down one day. I like went to take him to get his blood work done or like I needed him to go take his, get his blood work done because he was having all these crazy health issues and uh, he refused to do it. He was just like, let's go, let's go get coffee. We'll go get coffee. Yeah. And so me and my dad, we went out and we got coffee and I was like, Hey, we're right here by the doctor's office. Let's just go get your blood work done really quick. It'd take five minutes be in and out. And he's like, no, dude, let's go home like whatever. So that I like drove him home and we stopped by this little park by my house and he like sits me down and he's like, I'm just ready to die. Like I, my, my one thing I wanted to do was like raise you and make sure you were good and you are. So now I I don't care what happens. I'm just here and whatever happened, I'm not going to fix whatever's wrong with me because I'm just existing. Like I'm just in this plane. Jesus. And you know, and I was Mm -hmm. like, dude, like what about like seeing your grandkids or like the wedding, you know, things like that. He's like, doesn't matter. 
ultimately nothing nothing really matters at that point and i think that's like a, a very real thing i think that people it can be overlooked you know like someone can say that and like you can think like oh you're just being dramatic or oh like whatever like oh just, no, just I give think it a day and yeah there's a lot of people that are prepared for death you know and uh, probably most of them are older you know um but there's there's just a ton of people that are just like yeah you know it's it's gonna happen. Might as well be now. Right, so but I mean, like, that's pretty early for your dad. Well, I mean, but that also comes down to like a, a healthy versus an unhealthy view of mm-hmm. it. You know? Yeah, like, you can healthily be like okay with the idea of mm-hmm. you dying. Yeah, I agree. You know, and as Christians, I think that's something. You know, like death isn't a defeat; it's a victory. You know, like it's 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 something like that. But but with my dad, it's very much a negative thing. Like he's mm-hmm. he could like just not care. Yeah. And like you said, like, it's so early, like it's, it's definitely not like a, oh, I'm old and sick and just like, okay with the fact that I'm like, that I'm temporary. Mm-hmm. It's more so of a, like a fuck this. Like, I just don't want to deal with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. No, I've definitely met like, like, I do what I, I set out that. to do. <laughs> I got you sailed off. You're okay. And now I'm just done. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds like honorable. He doesn't see how valuable from, like, he is like to other people. He didn't want to make sure that his that you know his kid ended up okay and that he's got a good head on his shoulders, even though he knows he doesn't. Yeah, and, I mean, I in, mean, and and in, in, in that sense, yeah. But I mean, when you look at the the situation, though, it's so it's so hard, and I think like that kind of that's why I'm I'm really like stoked to have you talk about this stuff because yeah. so many people need to hear that yeah. like they're not alone through that kind of thing no you like, never are as, as alone as you feel like seriously my mission in life is to make sure that everybody has a friend yeah like mm-hmm. so silly to me to think that sometimes but like literally i would drop anything and everything i was doing for anybody to make sure that they had someone that's awesome mm-hmm. you know and there's like this welcome to our friend group yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's like just this concept you- of like there's not an original there's this really comforting thought that I go through and it's just like there's not an original thought like on this earth. And that's great. Yeah. Because like Yeah. None of us are special. Someone else has gone through it before. <laughs> there's somebody out there who who knows, you know, who's who's been through similar stuff and can and yeah. can help. I what actually were you about thought, to say, like I heard I heard you say, you know, he just didn't realize like his value. Yeah. And like that really stuck out to me and it made me think like have you guys ever been in the room with someone that you just really hated? Like Yes. Right. That doesn't make <laughs> you feel good. Unanimous. Like, yes. And that's what it was like for me with me. Yeah. And so I would self-medicate just to get away from myself. Yeah. Because oh, totally. I hated everything about myself. And like that's a really dangerous place to be because you never can really get away from yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you're there, it's hard to like come to terms with the fact that you're the one that has to change it. Yeah. And it's not going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a really hard battle between two sides of yourself. And yeah. so like, that's where I was. I didn't see my value. I didn't think I was worth anything, you know, because everything I saw myself as was just a piece of trash. There's a line in know. a song uh, off the, 
Sufferer album, and uh, it's the ending of this song, and uh, the the line is, uh, "Why try to deal with emotion when you can trade it for rest?" And I think that just like fucking oof that hits, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, that but, album is it. It hits the nail on the head so many times. Like they they talk about it in one of the songs. It's like talking about like dealing with things like depression and anxiety and like having this person say, Oh, did you talk to your therapist? Oh, this person say here, drink this, having this person say, Oh, try this medication. Like yeah. all the pills, all the liquor. The like, the line is you should try therapy, try getting out of the house, change your sleep schedule, try working out, try to schedule a doctor's appointment. The pills they prescribe, you can really help out. And then, because this band has like three vocalists, another vocalist comes in and just says, you should try mixing those pills with some whiskey. You should try harming yourself just to feel some control. Like it's these two like, clashing, like combating yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Opinions. And I mean, it, it just hits it like so. Yeah. That album, not for the faint of heart. Um, but it helps me so much. because yeah. that, It's that same feeling where it's like, it's like that strength in numbers thing. Like you're definitely not alone. Mm -hmm. that, you know? The end of the album is so hopeful. So like, if you're going to listen to it, I recommend start to finish because it is, it's a really like cathartic experience to go through those negative sides of things and still like come out with a positive aspect. Dude, it's, it's a lot, but it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, How are we doing for time? We're doing good. We've been yeah. here for a minute now. Yeah. Well, what are I'm we? Not, I'm not necessarily concerned about time. I can split this into other pieces. Oh yeah, we can, True. we can split this into two parts if necessary. Yeah. Um. Well, if y'all need to get a snack break, refill your soda. <laughs> yeah, we all are just kind of getting water right now. Yeah. Arthur's about to knock over a microphone. No, you're I'm a. Uh, I mean, I'm at the end of my notes sheet, so at this point, I'm really, just reacting. I didn't even really look at mine. I mean. <laughs> I mean, let me get some ASR. Let me just uh, some paper John, really quick. In there. Let me ask you, buddy. Like, ask um, away. Yeah, like, so, like, how have you found yourself, kind of coping with things, things like how we we talked about, um, you know, last week we talked about like struggling with unfinished products, like starting something and then. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. With starting and, and, and leaving projects unfinished, I'm still working with that. I still deal with that a lot um, by ignoring them and forgetting I did them and then whatever. Um, as far as coping with like issues, like actual issues that I have, yeah. I mean, um, I'm way more. It's because I should have dealt with my with with my family over the past couple of years with like graduating high school and moving out here that I just don't play stupid fucking games anymore with people like um my which exactly what my family is is known for is like beating around the bush and like doing like he said she said stuff and not just saying what's on your mind or what you want to talk about but just like kind of bouncing around the the the, the point and i just got tired of that like after you know 19 years of dealing with that i just yeah. like i would just get angry and like call people out I was like no just just fucking tell me what's going on like i'm not gonna like they're 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 family members that i won't talk to anymore because i just know that i can't have just a straight conversation with them yeah so i guess that's like an immediate form of coping not not, not so much coping so much as just like handling a situation but uh um, it's just managing your environment yeah um 
and well, and, and it's kept me from having to cope. It's kept me from having to have things that I need to cope with because I just chop it off at the bit right away. Right. Um, I think, other than I that, think there's though, like a, a like a proactive version yeah, of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I think that's um that's also something that like. Why well, learn to swim when you can solve the leak in the boat? Literally, so like when when going through like us uh, like, <laughs> points, <laughs> like when going through things like cognitive behavioral therapy and stuff like yeah. that, um, they talk to you a lot about figuring out what your stressors are, what your triggers are, and stuff like that. That way, you can identify them or identify your symptoms. So journaling yeah. is a huge thing. Going be able to read back and be like, oh, I'm having this chest pain or something, and then you can look yeah. back and read back to it. And realize, oh, I felt this way two weeks ago, and it was just my anxiety. And like being able to identify what these things are so that you don't have to be in that anxious state or that, yeah, like you said, you don't have to then kind of play this game of being able to cope yeah. to whatever you, it is. You don't have stuff that, that requires coping because you've dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, that's more of a very specific thing, but as far as like general, like when like just having a shit day or, or just stuff happens to you, like the other day, um, found out actually it was the night that you and, and all those other people came over, and that's when we first met Alex. Um, I found out the next morning that somebody tried to break into my car. Oh wow! Because I found my door handle to my driver's side door just snapped off and hanging off the side of the Sick. door. Sick. Sick start to the day. Yeah. Awesome. Sick start to a work day. Fantastic. Right. And like my my immediate response is just anger like i'm just like i'm pissed i'm gonna i'm gonna find the nearest person usually matt and i'm gonna bitch mm. and moan at them for a good like five minutes and unfortunately it was very busy that morning yeah um and i didn't have anybody to bitch and moan to about so i just had to get in my car and go because i had to go to work and i didn't have anybody to talk to work because uh, you're on your own at at, yeah. at the security posts you're just like so just the whole like, time in your mind you're just like I was just seriously. Doing, I was just like, <laughs> just because like it's like fucking really like come on, it's not even a good car. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's an old two thousand seven Hyundai, and there's not there there's there's a pillow, and like a fucking empty McDonald's cup in my car. Like that's all that has any form of value that's in my car. So why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. Um. And then the next the next morning. I actually didn't tell you this. The next morning, I get to my car and I and I and I I, I hop in because the door the door works just to handle this broken, so I can like jam my pinky into my door and like click the little oh, latch fine. and open the door. So it's fine. I'm gonna break my hand doing it, but I can still open the door. Yeah. Um. So I do that and I get in the car and I start to drive off. I'm driving through our parking lot of the of the apartment complex and I'm like, huh, my car's handling a little funny. I wonder what's going on and then i think oh it's dipping really far forward on the on the front left side i'm gonna hop out and see what's going on oh my front left tire is almost flat sick don't know what the fuck happened there isn't a leak in my tire i ch- there, there wasn't any hissing or anything went in the hole i drove it over to a, to a to a qt and just pumped it up and it's been the guy fine. who broke your handle was mad that he couldn't get in he, so he just let your this air out motherfucker just vented the air in my tire vacuumed it I, all out. Sw- I swear to god he just like <laughs> like like stuck a knife He's in like the well i gotta hole. steal something i'm stealing all this no, air i mean I'm, <laughs> well, I, but i have no i have no idea what happened because like they're all like they're all relatively new tires within like a couple months but I, I, there's no explanation. But yeah. I went to a QT. I filled it up. I rolled around a bit and like checked different positions to see if there was like a hole or any hissing noises. Right. And there's nothing. And it's been fine since. It's been like That's two crazy. days since. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck happened. So, but spontaneous. In dealing with that, I just 
for the first time with the door, I just got pissy and it just ruined my day. And I just, I let myself kind of stew in it. And then the next day I was fine. And then the tire happened and I had, I had expended all of my pissed off at the world energy and was just laughing at it. <laughs> I, yeah. was just, yeah. I was just giggling to myself on the way to the QT. Like, all right, just my fucking luck. I um, think, yeah, dude. And then, and then I started rationalizing. It's like, well, at least I live close to a QT where there's free air. Yeah. Or it's like, well, at least I didn't get on the highway before I noticed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least the tire's not actually broken. I think anything, that so. comes back to that gratefulness. Kind so, of yeah, sure. I very much like immediately start counteracting, like, like rationalizing things whenever they happen. It's like, well, you know, at least I'm not dead. Or That's at least, awesome. you know, at least I've, I've still, I can still pay rent or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, man. I've, I've definitely, like, I've been here for John's yeah. moments where he's just like, something bad happens and i yeah. like freeze because i'm like how's this gonna play out and he's yeah. just like yeah fuck it yeah well yeah <laughs> he just moves on didn't, didn't, lose, so, a, didn't like, lose a finger didn't lose a toe i'm all right let's go literally i have to like that was shooting. that strangely lyrical that, that's a that's another shirt Dude, <laughs> that's another, didn't lose a finger didn't lose I, a toe I want that oh shit. well let's go i want that shit <laughs> on a pillow can we yeah. can we do that please embroidered Dude, um that's funny because like even at the shooting range, like I slipped and cut my arm on glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like getting ready to freak out. Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit! Do you think I need stitches? Like, <laughs> I am I gonna die? Like, yeah. what's going on?" Shay like, like Shay Shay got it. himself good on some on some like glass or something at the shooting yeah. range. We were trying to set up targets and like and I, I I immediately went into like into like concerned med. field medic mom. Triage, triage. I was like, bro. I got I got my first aid kit out. I was yeah. like ripping through it. Like we got gauze, we got band aids. Here's some aid cream. <laughs> but like no, we're no, it was funny. There. It was funny because I was packing my bag to go that morning and thought, you know what? I didn't bring a first aid kit the last time we went, and that's not like that's generally a bad thing. You just want to always want to have it on you yeah. if anything goes right. wrong. So I'm just gonna hook it into my backpack and go. And then I needed it. Yeah, and <laughs> so, we'll, boom. yeah. Thank you again. So yeah. what you're saying is it's your fault. Shay cut his yes, wrist. It's my fault. Well, no, that Shay has a very questionable looking cut on his wrist now. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, dude. I was I was gonna say like it's funny because I was panicking. Oh like, yeah, I totally reacted to it. Out of I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna die. And you were like, look, you could have you could have cut it literally oh, yeah. like an inch to your right. Yeah, and then you would have been fucked. Yeah. Oh but no! Yeah, you, you weren't like you literally like you're fine, dude. Yeah, it, it could have been. It, it could stitches. have been way deeper. Could yeah, just, you, you were freaking out because like you're like, do I need stitches? Am I gonna need stitches? You like asked me. You asked Rochelle. You went to Matt, and we're both we're all like, nah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, and so like I think that's and then I, that's and then very I, true to your personality. Yeah. Though it's, it's like, like no, like, you're good. I got you. I got I got I got some gauze and some medical table. We'll we'll, we'll and a cover dream. that bad boy up and a dream and a dream. Gauze medical Yo, table yeah. and a dream. Um, I, had, I, had, I had everything under the sun you could need in that first aid kit except some fucking band aids. <laughs> well, no, it's not like a little cut though. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, a good. It's a good size. Yeah. But like not like full size. Yeah. It was, it was a good long yeah, slice. Boy. But uh. Yeah. Bandages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, 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 I had dry ice packs ready to go. I had uh, gauze. I, I had scissors, and those were ready to sew you back up there in, in, yeah, in the man. dust. But um, <laughs> John pulls out the bone saw, and we're like, "Whoa, <laughs> we whoa, have, we, we have, have to amputate!" amputate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just but, got fucking civil war up in here. Uh, Put it man. away. Yeah, the bottle of whiskey. He's like, "Drink this. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it and dump a little bit on the wound." No, you're yeah. good. But no, I like. I, I definitely think that's you know. Well, that's just. I actually developed that personality recently from moving here. Really? Because like I was not that way um, growing up in, in, in high school and then uh, graduating initially moving here. I was very much the fatalist. 
Like like the smallest thing would go wrong, and I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm, I'm clocking it in. I'm, mm. I'm going home. I'm giving up. Hang it up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna crawl into bed and and eat a tub of ice cream and cry myself to sleep. The world hates me. Why does why does everything have to get me? Yeah. No. Um, I think part of it just like it's a maturity thing. Yeah. It was very much a growing up thing for me. Like I I used to be the same way, and the thing that broke me out of it is just like. So many things kept happening, and none of them killed me. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's like, literally it. Because we we moved out here, and we were living with my aunt and uncle in in Glendale at the time when they still lived up there. And my uncle, my uncle John, was like, "I, you're out of school. You need a job because your mom can't pay for everything, and uh, you can't pay for school. So you need to get a job to pay for school." Because I was I was going to community college. He's like, all right, you, you can afford that. You get a job. You right. save up. Community so you're, college. You're not paying out. rent. You're not paying bills. You're not paying insurance on the car you're driving. Like, you can pay for your school. I'm like, all right, cool, sick. And then I worked retail for four years. <laughs> and I realized the world doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah. <laughs> Nor does it care about my problems or how it's going to affect my work ethic. So I learned to get over that. And that just, like, like you know, snowballed into a whole personality change of, like, growing up and stuff. So Right. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's like, not to say, like, if you live at home, you're sheltered and you're not in the real world, but, like, a massive change in environment will shake you up. And, uh, yeah. it's, sure. it's Bruce Lee said something, I, I think I think it was Bruce Lee said something, like, he was, like, running with his friend, and, uh, like, they were both just, like, out on a run, and his friend was just, like, exhausted, and he stops, and he looks up at Bruce and he's just like, I can't take another step or like, I just can't do this. And Bruce Lee was just like, well, then you might as well be dead. And then ran an additional two miles out of <laughs> anger. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dang, dude. Dang, dude. Yeah. I, man, it's so interesting. Like just so many people have so many different ways of kind of going through oh, yeah. everything, you know? Something actually relatively big happened. Um, shit, about about a month and a half ago now, I think. Um, this isn't like a general coping thing that I've that I've worked with, but it was a step that I've reached that helped me deal with a, a previous event. Mm. Um, I, I think I've talked about my ex in the past on the show here. I know I, I made a joke about it earlier, but uh, I actually uh, haven't. I don't think you have. have I talked to you about her. Nope. No. Well, she might be listening, so I don't want to say too much. Um, but hey. Hi. Um, it was it was a very serious relationship, uh, and it ended on a very bad note. Um, she did some very bad stuff, and it really just kind of really fucked me up. Uh, it like undid all like the the progress that I just mentioned. It like mm-hmm. undid all that and like shot me back into the Stone Age for a while. But uh, I recently started talking to her again because it was fuck like three years ago now. I think is when that all happened. And I reached a point one night, reached a point one night where I was very intoxicated and you were there. That was the night where I came back and I, and I, and I fell off the couch, but, uh, I was at a friend's house getting into the nitty gritty boys. And, uh, I just decided that I was going to drink very irresponsibly and see how bad I could get. And, uh, it turns out as bad as I could get is send your ex a friend request on Facebook bad. (laughs) Oof. so don't have any memory of that i just have i have memory of remember i i remember me remembering that i'd done that i don't remember actually doing it 
Um, no memory of it, just evidence. And then so, I it just happened, I guess. I was left alone for more than two seconds at the party and just went, oh, cool, done. And then, you know, yeah. fast forward to, to being here and you guys are laughing at me and giving me coffee to, to sober me up. Um, But so that just leads to a chain of like, her contacting me and being like, hey, like, did you mean to do that? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I lied <laughs> and said I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> and because uh, I'm a wimp. I'm a grown ass man who can't, who can't, you know, deal with confrontation. Adam, be so hard on yourself. No. But uh, <laughs> if she's listening, she's finding out now because I didn't. I'm not going to admit to her directly. Um, but so just we, we slowly just started talking again. And it's nothing like spectacular or anything it's nothing like like crazy awesome or, or like you know really special but it, it's it served as a great like act of closure i guess yeah I think and that's uh, um it just goes to show that if you have any like outstanding issues with any people in particular in your life um it helps to just after you've stepped away from it for long enough just to if if closure is necessary to get it you know yeah. even if it's just a, a one-off like hey, I needed to say some things and you don't have to ever talk to me again, but I wanted to say some things and then just get that shit off your chest. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's a huge burden for you to not have to get yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it was like, even again, like three years passed and yeah. like a good year and a half passed when I had, and when I had emotionally let go of it and was like moved, moved past it, moved yeah. past her and all that. I mean, still time being able to just, just changes. Everything. Yeah. And, and then I applaud you. <laughs> also a killer band. Um, caught that. I was waiting for you to finish with time changes. I was like, I know he's going to say everything (laughs) anyways, but no, I, but so again, that's not so much like a a coping mechanism so much as it's just like a specific example of, of, of a healthy thing that I would think to do. Um, yeah. I mean like the whole like coping mechanisms thing is just like a, a phrase. Yeah. Necessarily like direct it to. Yeah. Just, just not holding on to grudges like for eternity and, and growing the fuck up and realizing that, you know, people make mistakes and people are shitty, but that doesn't mean they're always going to be that way. I think and you don't have especially to constantly like be Alex and I, that's like a big thing with like being followers of like Christ and stuff. It's like, yeah. you have to learn to forgive, you know, like you can't just mm. live your life in anger and yeah. resentment your entire life. Yeah. And then, so she and I kind of talked about that and I just said, I needed to yeah. say something. <laughs> she was like, Oh, I'm about, Oh, he says it for oh, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that's so cool though. But yeah, so and then yeah, we've just been casually on and off talking, and it's it's nice, you know. That's good. It's 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 good to not have that like still looming over Anger. in the background in the back, you know. So yeah, that's my little ramble. But um, that's me. Now that uh, now that we're kind of I would say nearing the end of this journey. I mean, now that you're up here, Alex, like, how's how's things been? You know. Oh man, so amazing. Um, Literally living the best time I've ever had in my life. Um, Hell yeah. Woo! (laughs) There you go. That was the appropriate one. That was the (laughs) the right one. Can we get woos in the comments, please? uh, Everyone woo on three. One, two, three. Woo! Woo! Yeah, sick. (laughs) Jesus, on three. (laughs) uh, Our boss does that for. Everyone, real quick, uh, everybody still listening, just stand up. Yeah. If you're already standing up, sit down. Get a stretch. Yeah, yeah. Just Good job. Change it. Good job. Get that blood flowing. There you go. Blood. Now stand on one leg. Okay. Uh, Simon says. Simon says. Um, Heck yeah! High five. Heck yeah! 
don't Boom, know what that, was, that was. I tried to say hell yeah, but then I said hey yeah, and that was. Then we're just outcast, and so. so hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shake it. Shake, Did you shake just it. go into what's going on? <laughs> Maybe. Oh man, we just had like a whole moment. I'm so sorry. Anyways, <laughs> so um, the reason why I believe everything happens and there are no coincidences is because of the life I am currently living now. Um, it's perfect and, um, I'm not scared to say that. That's awesome. I have my dream job. I have my dream friends. Um, I have, I'm close to my parents. Um, I'm healthy. Um, you got two precious birds. I got my birdos two little burbs. and, um, things are looking really good. So I am so thankful for the times that I did go through because, I know enough about myself now to realize what a healthy place I'm in. Yeah. yeah. So um, just briefly, um, I know you said that you, you're a very big advocate for things like recovery and, and oh, for sure. addictions ministry and stuff. This like is that, like a so. whole, do you have anything, do you have anything you want to plug? I do. Um, well, yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, um, so there was a program uh, okay, well, this is going to be a little bit longer. No, no, take, take <laughs> all the time you like, want. How okay, am I going to say this in a short way? I'm parts, definitely turning so. this into two parts. Um, yeah. so, so Take your time. Yeah, I was an atheist, um, like one of those like, atheist assholes like oh just so you, you were a reddit atheist like, like a militant so atheist oh, man and i was just you like, and i could have a conversation know? um and i it was when i was going through my addiction and a really abusive relationship and um finally it got to the point where he just kind of i had a moment and he dropped me off and never you just bounced saw, yeah and yeah. um we were engaged and so it was a big thing oh, for shit. me and yeah. I never talked to him again. Yeah. So um, that's nice. Um, if you're listening, you can go to hell. Hey, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally, hey, crack. Crack. Um, I'm totally kidding. I hope, so. um, I hope you don't make it to the bathroom today. But uh, anyways, <laughs> you shit your pants <laughs> yeah. while you're at it. So in that moment, I got sober in rehab, which took me a couple of times um, and that's okay. Uh, take as it's much time as you okay. need. Um, but Keep. I will say what's not okay is to not try. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it, try, yeah. like, don't just be like, oh, I'm going to go in and just sleep for 30 days. Like, okay, yeah, yeah we'll have some rest, but also try yeah. like just, you'll be really impressed don't with yourself if you in. try. Yeah. Um, but I went to rehab and I started going to the secular recovery programs like narcotics anonymous NA and alcoholics anonymous AA. Um, yeah. and they just weren't working for me something was missing. Um, people were semi shady and my mom like waited outside the door while I was in the meeting. And I just like, was really embarrassing. Oh, man. Um, so she found this program and it didn't off put me at all because most recovery programs are at a church. That's where they're held. So it's not out mm -hmm. of the norm to show up at a church. Yeah. Um, but she like drags me to this recovery program that I had no idea what it was. And they start singing worship music. And I was like, you have got and i'm in a cult to now. be kidding me <laughs> yeah and i never quit going and i was like a sponge and was all of a sudden no so oh, okay. this was at the church that i began be becoming a worship leader at um Com compass christian in chandler arizona amazing church cool but come to trinity um so they have a program it's called celebrate recovery it's a biblical based 12-step program um and it changed my life in so many ways um i've learned 
I thought I knew who I was and I actually knew nothing. Um, and now I realize that I am a confident, beautiful individual. And um, Hell yeah. Not to mention you were a badass. Dude, you're Heck you, yeah. like, super, super rad. I climbed sure. down a ladder today. Yeah. We talk, um, we talk all about, that, like, we way. talk about that all the time. It's just like, um, both me and Alex just kind of like talk about it. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not this terrible person that I once made myself out to be. Like, I'm good. Yeah. And if people don't see that, it's their loss. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. And honestly, the I only person, the only, per- oh my gosh, I'm going to put this on a shirt. Okay. The only person that needs to know you're awesome, is let's you. all say it on three. One, two, three. Gwyneth Paltrow. Is you. Is you. Oh. <laughs> You're like, come on. Matt's trying ass. to get that, that goop discount. So Goop, give us money, sponsor us. I'm just kidding. You, You're it, a cult. I'm also like <laughs> Fuck you, Goop. Low key talking out of my butt right now because I'm Do so it. tired. Welcome to the podcast. Dude, no, you're totally fine. We only record that past was, midnight. That was pretty much like I think what I was wanting to hear. Like good. Not that sounds so <laughs> I'm, glad, no. I'm glad you said what you wanted like, her to say. You finally got to my point. <laughs> thank thank yeah. you so much. No, I'm just saying, like, I think it I think that's a very important hours. point to to hear, you know? Like Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. My like I said, my cousin's a very big advocate for for it as well. Like addictions ministry is a is a huge thing and Yeah. And you know, like if you are like an atheist person or that sounds so weird, but like if you're someone who isn't like, I think it's if you are atheist. Yeah. There if you go. are, if you are not spiritual, there I should go. say, just know that like, if you are looking, like if you feel the call to be involved in a church, like there's absolutely no judgment, like especially at our church. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Like, you will, you will fit right in our, mm-hmm. our like church motto is anything is like anyone is welcome. Anything is possible. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, and we I mean, just want yeah. you to come and feel once again, if you, safe. If you're in the, yeah. And if even, if, the even if you're area. like, not even just like atheist, but like if you're agnostic and you just like have this curiosity about spiritual things, like that's, also totally fine oh yeah it's not a loss it's not a defeat to no it's not it's not this negative thing to be interested in that kind of stuff yeah it's 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 not which i mean going against what it seems like is the norm now too yeah. unfortunately yeah everybody thinks that christians are a bunch of assholes yeah. Well, yeah yeah i mean a lot of a lot of people are assholes and some of those assholes are christians yeah yeah and uh you know um yeah but yeah, anyways, tonight was awesome. Alex, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for coming and being a part of this. No, thank you. This was definitely Thanks. the longest recording we've ever done. <laughs> for sure. Like, Thanks it's for like us so fun to get in a room and just chat about life. Yeah. Honestly. Real life. That, that, that was low key like the, the, the goal of this podcast when yeah. we started out. We was just like, let's just let's just turn on some mics and yeah, we'll have some like general talking points, but let's just roll with what happens. Yeah. We, we always tend to have conversations and I know like Matt and I on long drives and stuff where like, if I'm having a rough week or something like we've joked about like, you know, like, like if there's a microphone in here right now, yeah. yeah if only we could hear like what we were saying, or, yeah. you know, things like that. This yeah. isn't necessarily just so much for other people to hear it, but also so that we can look it, back. Yeah. It's it also ourselves. therapeutic for us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so anyways, we're getting something out of this. We too, are uh, we are the searching for. Podcast. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Searching for. Uh, it's searching for podcast. Searching for podcast. Yes. Twitter is searching for pod. Yeah. 
Um, Alex doesn't have an Instagram. Because I'm a granny. Yeah. Do you have a Twitter? No, it's super cool. Well, I was about to say, if you're a true granny, do you have a Facebook? There you go. Um, yeah. But we don't want people stalking well, you. Yeah, the right. grandkids <laughs> sent me a Facebook up. If you, uh, if you have any questions for Alex or something, you're welcome to email the, the podcast. Email. Or, or just DM the Instagram account too. Like, yeah. I want to yeah. talk to you. I want to hear oh, yeah. your story. Yeah, we Please. all do. That's a that's a huge thing. Tell yeah, us. welcome to um, just like welcome to our circle. If you want to talk to us, um, especially like like my biggest thing is um, I really like to just like listen and um, find ways to relate to people. So, like I was saying before, like I'm spiritual, but you don't have to be to talk to me. Yeah, and oh, if you, you want to talk, talk to, to me, there's, there's no yeah. limitations yeah. at all. And if you want to like, talk to yeah. me and you want to like preface it with hey i'm not spiritual and i don't want to be like that's fine totally cool but yeah. we also don't just, honestly and like i don't care oh yeah yeah well, no, like sorry like, totally getting just, off on it. the only reason i'm saying this because yeah. we talk a lot about like spirituality in this episode we're at, we're at the end of the episode so i shouldn't pull up a new talk a new like a new semi story but save it very, it's very relatable it fits <laughs> the theology teacher i mentioned before in my mm-hmm. junior year he ended that class that year with um basically saying if you take anything from this class don't be a dick yeah like, we care. actually we that right. we yeah, did talk that, about. that we have talked about in the past mm-hmm. it was like yeah, i don't care if you're if you're catholic christian protestant muslim whatever don't be a dick and that's, that's my mentality for everything good advice like, i don't hey, care what you believe in man. just don't be a dick looking at you google put the don't be evil clause back in your <laughs> business uh model yeah okay. but anyways thanks for checking it out google you can give us fine yeah. 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 all of our you. All, all, all of our respective Instagrams and Twitters and yep. Facebooks and yeah, you can, you can find, find me on the streets. Yep, you can find Matt me on the on streets. The street. He yep. he he waits out there like day and night for you guys. Yeah, Nobody's I actually showing up caught yet. him walking up when I was walking up today. He was just pacing around his parking lot. He's like, he I'm was, waiting for these. He was, he he, was, he had, had my he had his brass knuckles on. I had my muscle shirt on and, my, and my chain. Fucking nunchucks. He just mentioned Bruce Lee earlier. And with that, I am out. And with that, <laughs> right, yeah, on, we're gonna, we're gonna get coming. going. Thank you, Alex, yep. so much, and thank goodbye, you all for listener. Listening. Goodbye. Thank you for spending this time with us. Call your mom. And Call dad. your mom and dad. Call your mom and dad. Tell them you love them. Tell them you love them. All right, find me in the streets later. See you.